Hello everybody, welcome to me moving to Canada.com MM2C. This is me, Ben. I was born in Philippines. I'm a Filipino and I worked in Singapore for five years, leaving my family behind in Philippines. And then we decided to immigrate to Canada and became a Canadian citizen. This is my podcast. Hello everybody, welcome again to another episode of me moving to Canada.com and this is me Ben. Hello guys listening from other parts of the world which is United Kingdom, UAE and Saudi Arabia, Nigeria, South Africa, Bangladesh and Spain. Hello guys, thank you for listening to this podcast and I'm sure that in the countries I mentioned there is someone like me who is working to support his family back home and I was working somewhere in Southeast Asia called the country is called Singapore and this episode is is just uh, a reminisce of my past that I want to to talk about because I want to let you know that I've been there um, where you are right now probably you're listening from a foreign country that uh, you're working with as a, a boss that is not uh, with the same citizen as you, okay? And guys, um, I have uh, good news that I have uh, a rating from the Apple podcast. I have one rating that is that was, uh, I don't know who, who sent the rating, but I have one five-star rating. And that's really uh, a good start. And thank you for doing that, um, whoever you are. I can give you a shout out and if you can email me if you're the one, okay? So, you know guys, um, for people who are working abroad and away from their family, which I experienced last time and we are 2.3 million overseas Filipino workers in the Philippines and we are everywhere, you know? And based on the Philippine Statistics Authority survey on April to September 2018, that is 2.3 million overseas foreign workers. And most of us are separated from our families and we are supporting them by sending back money to our country, you know, Philippines. So if you haven't felt how homesickness is, then you can go ahead and listen until the end. Um, I've talked about homesickness here. And it's difficult to be in a, in a foreign country by yourself. And the only network you have are your acquaintances and probably a, a relative. But it's different when you are away with your kids and wife. So for five years, uh, I had experience working in a country and uh, leaving my family in the Philippines. And it didn't start in Singapore, guys. I started in Abu Dhabi. So I plan to go to Abu Dhabi. So let me tell you my story. When I was in the Philippines, the economy and politics were not stable back then. And even now, um, at least there's some improvement. And I have a five-year-old child and that time and, I, and my wife was working. And I have a pending permanent residence application in moving to Canada because I want to be here and was searching for ways to succeed, like 
uh, the easiest route that I can go so that I can go at, at the, the, the fastest that I can do, okay? And they said that it's better to work in a different country before applying to Canada because you need to have like a foreign experience uh, working abroad. And so I decided to to go for a visit visa in Abu Dhabi and find a job there. And a friend came to Philippines from Dubai and wanted to meet him and ask him about job opportunities there. He told me that there are many, but I have to go there. Okay, so my brother is also in Abu Dhabi. He said that he will sponsor me to get there. I was so scared, but excited at the same time it's a mixed emotions guys because i have to leave my family behind and i will be there alone so it will be my first time to visit middle east and feel the heat the the oven kind of heat yeah it's so hot there and see the sandy places it's all everything about sand except for the cities but in the cities there's still sand there so with the help of my cousin, I had the visitor visa. And you know, guys, how it works. Filipinos are sponsored to visit UAE by their friends or relatives. And then when they reach United Arab Emirates, then finds a job and convert the visa to work permit to legally work there. So that's how it goes. I'm not sure what uh, what's there, um, how they process it now, but uh, that's how... People are going there to find a job. Of course, we uh, we have a less opportunity back in the Philippines, so we have to find a way to get a job somewhere and earn money. Yeah, so when I reach there, I live in a high-rise apartment with... Imagine, guys, so it's an apartment. It's like a condo with five rooms. Actually, it should be about two or three bedrooms, but the but the landlord had divided it until five rooms and one uh, comfort room or a restroom or a washroom whatever you call it and one kitchen so each room has six tenants guys so each each of us are renting a bed only so we have three bunk beds in each room imagine that that is a five by five meter room it's a small room okay so i rented the upper bed upper deck and my brother at uh, below me so i paid about eleven thousand pesos per month and that's 700 dirhams dirhams at time was eleven dollars uh, eleven per peso uh, eleven pesos per dirhams yes that's a currency and first i was excited because i have to, uh, the chance to visit the cornish they call it the Cornish, a road with a little park beside the beach. And you can see the beautiful uh, ocean. And I attended a party of my brother's employer. And we visited the market with huge fish. Fish, it's like, uh, we call it lapu-lapu and it's a big one. But in the Philippines, we have small ones. But there, they're big ones. And I get to um, experience to see like a lamb meat yeah that's my first time and it's a market wow it's it's a nice place and a lot of food and a bit cheaper you know so and get a chance to visit the gold market so they call it gold sook 
Gold Sook is a market where you can see all the jewelries and all golds there. Wow, it's a paradise for the investors of gold and probably silver. I haven't seen silver there, but you can see a lot of gold inside that building. And it was a fun and exciting because, you know, everything is new. Like the places, um, people, and uh, culture, tradition, and everything. So I tried looking for jobs and several responded and one had me interviewed. I went to Dubai. I was scheduled to be there. And because Abu Dhabi and Dubai are two hour apart uh, distance. So I have to travel to Dubai for an interview with a panel of five managers. So until I was offered to maintain the window cleaning machine, that was the job that they gave me. So it's, um, you know, the buildings, in the buildings, the high-rise buildings, they have a cleaner, uh, like a machine there that is a hoist. So they hoist the people cleaning the windows. So I have um, my job is to maintain that machine. So there are people cleaning the windows, like I've, I've met them already. And they are Bangladeshi and Indian, are from India also. And there too, and I met them and they're friendly, so friendly. And uh, I was not starting yet, but they introduced me there. I was so excited, guys, because I thought that I'm gonna be, gonna have a job already in Abu Dhabi. So I was so excited. Um, they offered me about three thousand two hundred dirhams. That was uh, thirty-five thousand pesos. And I was excited, and they gave me like a package that I can go back home at every two years. Wow, that's a long time. But since it was my first time, I did not. Uh, complain or anything so I went to the final interview in Abu Dhabi and they got my passport and told me that they will apply for a work permit that's what they said and I got home excited and walking along the hot pavement you know inside the industrial zone because it's an industrial zone and there's no transportation there um, so I have to walk uh, one kilometer um, to the main road to find a taxi and um guys the taxi there are driven by um pakistanis yeah mostly a pakistanis and they're friendly some are friendly and they said that it's that some are dangerous but no i haven't encountered that yet so my only gadget that i have is cell phone with data and google that's it's just my companion and i was a stranger in that country and I was able to navigate through the strange or the new setup of the, that country uh, Abu Dhabi and it's it's hot guys the the weather is so hot it's like an oven is you're inside an oven and it's so dry yeah so you, you don't sweat in uh, you don't sweat and then you feel thirsty okay so after that um, I've waited and anxiety kicked in, guys. I was worried. There were sleepless nights when I just stared at the ceiling, you know, before going to bed. So I was missing my wife and child uh, and my child back in the Philippines. And we talked in the Facebook. Uh, there's no Facebook back then, but it was Yahoo Messenger. So we talked uh, using that app. But 
it's different. It's different if you're physically there. Sometimes I attend a drinking session with acquaintances just to forget about my loneliness, you know. We do it every Thursday. So because um the the like a rest day for that place Abu Dhabi or the Middle East, the rest day is Friday and Saturday. So the, the their Monday is Sunday, okay? So they start working at Sundays. Um, I struggle, guys, physically and mentally because, you know, I have, whenever I have anxiety, I have this, um, like, rhinitis. And mentally, is really, I, I feel very worried because, you know, I have a limited time uh, finding a job there. I only have 30 days and then I have a chance to extend that. So days become... I became shorter, getting nearer to the end of my visitor visa. So I'm all only faking my smile when someone approaches me and then asking me how I, how I was. So that's the only thing. And the only thing that I did there is, you know, I cook for my brother. So I cook food and you can see that I I was at home all the time and I washed the clothes because I don't have anything to do, you know. So I extended my stay for another month waiting for the result of my visa. But still, there's none, uh, There's nothing. And kept calling them in between or follow-ups for uh, on that secretary. And they said they're still working on it. Still working on it every time. And until the day that I have to exit, you know. Because once the visa expires, guys... Um, you can extend another 30 days. But if once it's expired again, you need to exit. It's only They only allow you to stay 60 days. So my first option is to exit at Kish Island. So you can uh, Google that um, Kish Island. It's an island um, near Iran. And I think it's in Iran already. So it's a, a place where you, you have to exit. Um once you're there, you have to stay there until your pass or your work permit is approved and, uh, before you can go back. Or you, maybe you can exit and then renew your visitor visa. So that it's, it's um, an option. And the second option is I have to go back to the Philippines and wait for my work permit. And that's it. I heard of uh, bad stories in the island, the Kish Island, so... I was afraid. I was scared to go there. So I chose Philippines, of course, because I have my family there and I have to to see my family again. And so the moment that I was at the Abu Dhabi airport bound to Philippines, it was the most exciting moment in my life, guys, because, you know, one of the most exciting moments because I got to see my son, my wife, and I'm so excited and though I lost a huge amount of money from the journey, but gained a lot of experience that I applied until now. And that's that's what I gained, guys. Um, it's like going to a seminar, paying a large amount of money, and you learn something. And that's what I did. It's, a phys- it's like a, an experience of a lifetime, you know. And then, you know, so, um, the Singapore... I tried to go to Singapore um, next. 
and that will be in another episode guys because this is already a long uh, talk so guys times are rough guys and you may not be successful in a race for financial freedom the first the second and the end time and there will be time guys that you will succeed you know the experience that you've been uh, through will help you succeed in your next journey so like me i experienced going to united arab emirates and singapore before canada that's what my journey is so it made me strong and resourceful and you know it made me responsible enough to take care of my family so guys i will leave you with this um quote from martyr luther king jr if you can't fly then run if you can't run then walk if you can't walk then crawl but whatever you do have to keep moving forward that's it guys if you fail move forward okay so if you like this podcast guys please leave a little review or ratings in apple podcast Castbox, spotify or wherever you're listening right now and guys please subscribe for more info just click the subscribe button there and uh, share to other friends who want to immigrate to canada and if you need to know more about us or me invite you uh i want to invite you to mm2c go and register to me moving to canada.com and let's talk about your journey and my journey and uh, whatever your question is about canada okay and please go guys to our facebook page which is facebook.com slash me moving to canada and i hope you learned from me today guys thank you very much and see you soon bye Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of me moving to Canada.com MM2C. If you want to see the videos and photos of Canada, go to facebook.com slash me moving to Canada. And you can send email to benalagnam at yahoo.com. See you. This is Ben. Bye.